0: everyone welcome to the charbhu podcast this is your host kushal mehra all right time to have another cricket discussion uh today's podcast is dedicated and i want to start today's podcast by personally thanking virat kohli saurav ganguly uh, ravi shastri Ravi Chandraneshwin for really giving us some thorough entertainment in the last 30 days if it was not for you kya hota mera meri dukan kaise chalti itna acha itni press conference ki. And to discuss those wonderful events with me as always adith and Namnita here hello boys hello hello
1: matlab uh, R- ravi or virat you know ravi ka virat roop हमने kya, kya what what is going on because uh, the, the funny thing is the funny thing right here is ki, uh, not just is a, uh, hum they gave us full entertainment it's a feeling of deja vu Because Ganguly
0: uh, Namneet, your, I don't know. I can't hear you. Maybe you need to exit and come back again. Uh, your mic is not being caught. So, exit karke I don't know. Suddenly, your voice is gone. So, just uh, ek bar exit again. So, in the meantime, uh, so let's start like this. Adit. Hmm. So when Namniet comes back, while Namneet comes so, back, so, okay. Uh, How do we, do we want to start with Kohli versus BCCI? Yeah, do we want to? Yeah, Kohli yeah, yeah. Yeah. versus BCCI. So I I just want to understand this. So my first hmm. question is, when you saw Virat's press conference, yeah, what were your thoughts like initially? What were you feeling? Do do kya ho hai,
1: right like first of all like what the hell is this like an Indian team captain or some PR firm uh, league uh you know doing like um, he, he was he was trying to he was trying to sound the way uh uh, uh vive sounded in that press conference where he talked about Salman Khan. <laughs> but all... <laughs> All jokes aside, uh, they, they they forget there is no Ashwini here. Both of them are having a he said she said moment, right? I mean, see, jokes apart, uh, let's 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 get to the first part. First of all. Did the BCCI handle it badly? Yeah, to some extent, I did think it did. if they did not want Kohli to continue as an ODI captain. And I do think he was not performing well in the ICC events. They should have actually taken him to the side, talked to him for a couple of hours and made him, you know, understand that this is why we took the decision. But they should not have just arbitrarily announced it like the way they did. Right. So that's the first thing. Second thing, um, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about Virat himself. His reaction was not like, I do not expect any other cricketer, uh, any senior cricketer. I don't expect Sachin or anyone to come and do this press conference natak, right? Yeah, an activist wala yaar. he is not some leader of some andolan movement or some bachao something movement that he'll come and uh, start shouting on national TV ke, are, BCCI ne ye kia, wo kia. and you have to notice all the people who are praising him were journalists from the left who because wanted that somehow Bcc is represented by Jaisha, so Virat Kohli is taking on jaisa and I'm like you have to everything in this world is related to Amitya or Narendra Modi, calm down, right? This is completely an ego issue with Virat Kohli where he felt that he's not answerable to someone and Mr. Ganguly saying that nobody, there is a, uh, a merit, demerit or a SWOT analysis on your performance and the fact is you have not uh, captained well as an ODI captain. Well, I see he's been been a great ODI captain, but we've not done according to our potential in ICC events. And second thing, the atmosphere of the dressing room has sullied in the last one year.
0: Yeah, so Namneet, here's the thing. The one thing that disappointed me the most is actually not just what Kohli did. It is the way what Kohli did and what Ganguly did was perceived in the media circle. That, see, the one thing I used to be very glad in sport discussion was that it was not sullied by. It was not that there was no politics. Sharat Pawar era was Sharad Pawar era. After Rajiv Shukla bhi has been a player. So, so you know, people saying Jesha ko sideline kyo was just one of the things cricket boards have been political since eons right Aisa hai nahi ki, aaj desh mein, and not just cricket boards how many people remember her sporting body to political hai India mein. in fact uh, I uh, so I can guarantee anybody that uh, you know sporting bodies are always political and there Navneet, I still can't hear you the go into the mic setting take it hey. go
1: uh-huh. No, no, I mean, why, why Namneet is doing? I mean, let's let's for, let's we, we are forgetting, right? The All India Football Federation, where every four years we have a question, key, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, why is India bad at football, or why can't India is led by the greatest football player uh, uh, India has ever produced? Uh, I mean, uh, do you know whom I'm talking about, Kushal?
0: Bhajan Bhutia,
1: or what? No. Patel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all these idiots jumping up and down. hiding. Uh, Vijay Kumar Bhatra uh, of the BJPU, the late Vijay Kumar Bhatra, he was a, I forget, Athletics Association or yeah? Tennis. He was president for 41 years. unka's sporting presidential tenure was longer than his political tenure. He stopped getting elected after 2008 or 2013, I forget. Uh, or, so I mean, this is crazy. Like it, I, I mean, I I honestly don't know uh, why this is happening. But do you, uh, politics or sports? to India may hey because ultimately, uh, the BCCI was looked as a misnomer because it's it almost seemed like that all the politicians who are within the BCCI would leave their politics at the door doorstep of the office, and then would come back and then start, uh, you know, talking about uh, 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 the way, uh, uh, you know, how the game should be run and stuff. And they had done a lot of good stuff for ex cricketers. So So uh, <coughs> that is that is my sort of uh, uh, take on this. But one thing, Kushal, one, one thing, X- Kushal, which I'm uh, 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 a little disturbed uh, about uh, <coughs> is key. I mean, how badly we have come from uh, uh, the grounds we had left in 2000, 2005, 2010, 2011, during the Ganguly era, during the, uh, you know, Greg Chapel era, uh, when emails were leaked. I thought we were not going to come there again because, you know, ultimately now we were, uh, uh, we, we were at a point where all this rubbish wouldn't happen. So this is kind of sad. I, I'm actually sad as an Indian cricket fan. Ki, you know, did, did it have to come to all this, right? Did we, did we have to really go through a uh, 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 route of press conferences and press releases the,
0: uh, to do it? No. Is it ideal? No. But then, look, how was Anil Kumble treated and how did he respond when the whole fiasco happened is my first question. Uh, you remember Virat Kohli had huge problems with Anil Kumble. Oh my my
1: Anil friend my, my friend Shwetank will tell you on Twitter uh, he uh, he and I argued for days and days when he said that Kohli should be uh, heard and I'm like no boss three years from now watch you're going to be agreeing with him and he admits that yeah at that time BCCI messed up by making Kohli the sort of Grand Marshal of the Indian cricket team.
0: That you Yeah, and that that has always been my problem, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That as far as, you know, leaking X or leaking Y or leaking Z is concerned, yeah, I mean, I, I get that leak should not happen, but that's the nature of the game, right? Look, you you can't say that Virat Kohli's PR team has not been overzealous in this entire issue. I mean, yeah. what the hell is this PR team doing? What kind of messaging is this PR team giving? I don't know who is advising him. <laughs> uh, the BCCI is BCCI. They've always been funky. I mean... <laughs> The the less we say, the better. But the point is that uh, what irritated me the most is the singling out of Jay Shah. Even right now, Rajiv Shukla is part of the BCCI, right? Mm. He is, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So, what's the big deal? So, to single out... out, out, out by the way, uh, Jay Shah's record as a cricket administrator in the Gujarat Cricket Board is not that bad. He's done good things in the Gu- Gujarat Cricket Association. So to say Jaisa is a load of bollocks, uh, you compare Jaisa with everybody else, right? I, and I'm no Jaisa apologist. Anybody who knows me, I'm not an apologist of Jaisa by, by the longest. Uh,
1: no, but again, of- no, why, why, would, why do we even need to say this, Kushal Like our, our, our record speaks for itself, right? We are looking at every person on their own merit. And the question is, the, the real question here is that ultimately, there are uh, i mean jyotiraditya sindhia Sindhya was in cricket like he's, he's been in bjp and congress uh, and he was he was continuously as i said, was in ddc so, so the the talk about bcci and politics and since st- are ke tha JICMA? narhari amin narhari amin was there for 20 years narhari amin was first with the congress lifelong congress then he's with the bjp for the last 10 years and now he's back to his old post in GCA. So, I mean, all these people talking about Jay and I'll tell you, Gujarat Cricket Association, since I have been born, like since I have been watching cricket, which is for the last I don't know how many years, 20 years, 20, 22 years, I have always seen GCA post being political. So,
0: in- in- Her hmm. sporting body. India hmm. may. मैं स्पोर्ट का नाम नहीं ले सकता एक तो स्पोर्टिंग बॉडी को क्योंकि आई हैव वॉच्ड इट टू and I आई डोंट वांट टू टेक नेम्स बिकॉज़ इट्स नॉट गुड एंड नाइस परो मे बी ऑफलाइन बताऊंगा स्टोरी मगर बॉस एक एक पोस्ट क... अच्छा ये छोड़ दे हम जिमखाना के मेंबर होते हैं uh-huh. हर आदमी जिमखाना का मेंबर होता है right? राइट जैसे बॉम्बे में है हमारे uh-huh. चेंबूर में ही जैसे a जिमखाना है, uh-huh. है uh-huh. और भी बहुत सारे क्लब है बस yeah. जुहू जिम में जो कमिटीज होती है टुची कमिटीज जिसमें सिर्फ स्पोर्टिंग एंड अरेंजमेंट होती है उस की
1: के लिए के those are the biggest right. sort of payouts in any club in the history of the world, right? So there are jokes that were made in Ahmedabad. ki Club mein XYZ Club me renovation renovation, XYZ secretary ki mein bhi Usi Renovation. Hota ho you can go and check. So I'm not going to take any names, but these were the jokes made, right? So the you know there is no smoke without fire. These jokes come from this you know decision. But let's first first of all credit where the BCCI is. It's a private body, first of all. Second, you and I have ranted against the BCCI many, many times. But one, we cannot agree. We cannot disagree on one thing. The BCCI has improved the standards of cricket in India. They have made it more institutionalized. And they said this one wonderful thing. Uh, abhi to Rahul Dravid coach hai. But I think, and I may have said this on your podcast or pehle. Gaurav Kapoor actually made this point a few months, a few years earlier. Ki jab Rahul Dravid ko NCA uh, chair banaya tha na, He's like, jab aapne high school ke principal ko hi itna qualified aur itna great mentor banaya hai, aapke jo bachche pass out hoke college aayenge, wo already star honge. Because they have already been mentored at the 17 to 20 level. You hmm. go around the world and tell me which, which board has uh, re- reacted the way we did. So now we can either be the board of losers, which we were. Uh, I, do I want BCCI to be more accountable? Absolutely I do. Right, but we, I also don't want BCCI to go back to the horrible days of 99 2000s where AK TV rights ke liye wo log Nimbus or DD Sports se jagarte the, and BCCI was a football match between the government of India and the. I mean, these I hate to use the term kids these days because hum khud the jab hota tha, but we used to read this as avid cricket lovers, right? Um, and I have read the news. Z-Sports ke paas rights thi, Or BCCI ne last minute utha ke Nimbus ko de di. There was an entire freaking channel called Neo Cricket. Just, there is a whole generation of people that don't even know what Neo Cricket was. But Neo Cricket started um, because of that. And for people who are interested, you know in 2006 when England toured India, who had the rights to broadcast? Sahara won. Freaking Sahara yeah. 1 was showing the cricket matches, right? And Sahara yeah. 1 gave all commentary sa- Sky Sports ko outsource. Kar di di. So there was a point where there were seven commentators and five were British in an Indian home game. I mean, it was bizarre. It was so, for the longest time, ask yourselves why Harsha Bogle, Sunil Gavaskar, Ravi Shastri were never commenting on India home games. Because hmm. they were not here, they were not contracted by uh, uh, these uh, channels. Harsha and Sunil Gavaskar had a Star Sports contract. So it's, it's kind of strange what BCCA was. We have kafi institutionalized formal. Pe aage. What Virat's problem is here, ki he was a beneficiary of the system. And now, he claims he became a victim of the system. So he's like, Sip system flawed. Hai. But why you didn't see the system was flawed when the BCCI listened to you and appointed Ravish Shastri as your uh, uh, manager.
0: Yeah, so, or uh, interesting comments hai hai. Matlab, uh, pure saga mein, hmm. I mean, in this whole I found uh, man, you know, many interesting comments here. So, I'll read Veng Sarkar's comments, Ekman hmm. So, this is what Veng Sarkar said. It is, it's very unfortunate, the whole thing. I think it should have been handled more professionally by the cricket board. The thing is that Ganguly had no business to speak on behalf of the selection committee. Ganguly is the president of BCCI. Any issue about selection or captaincy, it's the chairman of the selection committee who should speak. He further asserted Ganguly spoke about the whole thing. Obviously, Virat wanted to make his case clear. I believe it should have been between the chairman of selection committee and the captain. A captain is selected or removed by the selection committee. That's not Ganguly's jurisdiction at all. Yes, things should change now. Kohli, you have to respect him. He has done so much for the country, so much for Indian cricket. But how they have dealt with him, it must have definitely hurt him. I think this was a very mature assessment by Dilip Vengsarkar. To be very honest, I think uh, uh, Dada should have handled it better. Maybe Dada made an off-the-cuff remark or something of that sort. And... uh, you know, is there. I want to read another uh, comment before Namneet, I come to you. Uh, ye wala tha, the world's greatest uh, commentator, Sanjay Manzarekar. Three different captains for three formats is not an ideal scenario, but if you are left with no choice, that's going to get the best out of three teams, then so be it. The one important member of the Indian Cricket Administration is a guy who doesn't quite get the attention that he deserves and that's the chairman of selectors. So I don't know why there should have been a conversation publicly or any statement given by the president of the BCCI when really it is the job of the chairman of selection committee. Mm -hmm. Miscommunications and all the misunderstandings, everything has been happening over the years. It should have been the chairman of the selection committee versus Virat Kohli. That would have been the right way to go about it. That would have been a more professional exterior. Again... I think Sanjay Manzarekar is spot on. Both Dilip Vengsarkar and Sanjay Manzarekar in their entire analysis of jo ne, jo abhi, abhi kya bole abhi? Uh, I am the biggest Soroganguli fan. I still believe he's the greatest captain India ever had. That's my personal opinion. Uh, Dada ne hug is par. Basically, or koji bhasha But Namneet, what do you make of this entire fiasco? Okay, I'll...
2: I'll answer that in four points. First of all, Aditne kaha that you know that press conference by Virat Kohli was a bit like press conference by uh, you know uh, Vivek Kobra against Salman Khan, except the fact that no Ashwarya Rai. I think Ashwarya Rai. The Ashwarya Rai as a metaphor. No disrespect to anyone, guys. Let me make it clear. Don't troll me. Don't abuse me in comments. Don't abuse me on Twitter. Ashwara is a metaphor. I think the ODI captaincy is the ishway is in this particular case. ODI captaincy is that is the bone of contention. Let's get to that. So, okay. <coughs> Abhishek me no. I'm just saying. Ha, Abhi, as I said, no disrespect meant to anyone. I was just Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're all so, being facetious
2: here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Abhishek is a lovely guy. Ashwyara is a Very good-looking women, and Salman and Vivek are their own. I mean, you know, they are good in their own way. So okay, so yeah, basically the ODI captaincy is the Ashwarya Rai. In the case of Virat Kohli's press conference, that so now whose fault is this? See, I think Virat Kohli could have handled the situation. You know, could have been handled the situation better. He could have been diplomatic. But I I tend to agree with Kushal that here. You know, Ganguly has the tendency to make off-the-cuff remarks and remarks which are beyond his jurisdiction. There was no need to go in the media and say that I told Virat Kohli not to resign from T20 captaincy, and he said all those stuff. There was no need at all. And if at, if at all it had to be done, the you know the the chief selector should have uh, should have organised a press conference and he should have made those remarks. You know, swarav Ganguly as a BCCI president. We have not seen B.C.A. presidents in the past as well to come out and make such of the to make uh, jurisdiction at all. At least saying all that in the media. I I don't think it was it was Saurav Ganguly's jurisdiction. So I think Saurav Ganguly should have been more discreet. Even after this whole fiasco, I think you know. uh, he made that comment, Virat Kohli is a good guy. I like his attitude, but he fights a lot. Now, okay, I mean, these comments make us happy. These comments keep us busy. These comments generate a lot of retweets, a lot of discussions. But are they good for Indian cricket? Come on, guys. I mean, you can sit, you know, you can, you know, you can sit together. You, Swarov Ganguly and Virat Kohli have known each other for years. They can sit together and they can flesh out, you know, they can, they can flesh out our agreement. So Swarov Ganguli out of turn bahut bola, according to me. Swarov Ganguli should have made all those comments. Virat Kuli could have handled the situation better. But as I said, and the second thing, I completely agree when Kusal said, politics has always existed in the BCCI within the BCCI. But, but earlier BCCI politics wasn't looked as right versus left, Modi versus Congress and all. And 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 this is unfortunately at least on social media the narrative was that all the people with le, uh, with left leaning you know uh, with with, with left leaning proclivities they were supporting Virat Kohli and people with right leaning tendencies they were supporting Sourav Ganguly I think that was absolutely stupid you know you have to go to the nub of the matter you know blindly you support Sourav Ganguly support kar because you feel that Sourav Ganguly is right leaning or Virat Kohli is left leaning let me tell you i don't think virat kohli or shaurav ganguly the right or left wing politics interested bcci you know the, the 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 politics within the bcci has always existed and shaurav ganguly was the prime beneficiary of that between 2001 to 2005 despite being such a bad test Despite despite being such an average test player, Saurabh Ganguly retained his place in the team because because between 2001 to 2005, the BCCI was helmed by Jagmond Dalamia, and Jagmond and Saurabh Ganguly had a lot of proximity. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, the Ustaraki politics, you know, that kind of politics still exists in BCCI, but I don't think there's any left, left versus right politics forget that Navani no, then Kushal can I make a quick point here uh, real quick
1: so people forget in 2004 and five, there was the hotly contested BCCI election where Sharath Pawar was going up against Ranbir Singh Mahendra mm-hmm. was a member of the congress and he was an uh, 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 propped up by Jagmohan Dalmiya and this is here is why it's important Ranbir Singh Mahendra was a member of the congress that was in power Sharad Pawar was a minister in the same government that was in power in the UPA and in Maharashtra, where the uh, NCP Congress coalition was in power and they had yeah. a dogfight out there. Absolute dogfight. There were were. the Times of India would have articles written <clears> that XYZ association has voted against this. And at that time, Australia was touring India. Now, I don't know why this happened but there was a third test match in Nagpur where Saurav Ganguly actually pulled out because of some injury. Yep, yep, yep. The wicket was a freaking wicket that you would find in Gaba. It The curator had left a little bit of green on it. It was not spinning. And the second test match in Chennai where India would have won was washed out. So it would have been a one-all. But instead, Australia was up 1-0. And they won in Nagpur where the ball was swinging and seaming around. And it was alleged that that this was a because of a consequence of the BCCI versus BCCI uh, uh, fight. Look up the history of... Uwe. So I'm saying that... Ugly battles. Have, same with 2005. India South Africa went to Kolkata and Ganguly at that time. Ganguly Chapel era. Ganguly was dropped, and the Indian team was booed in Indian Gardens. The only person who yep. wasn't was Sachin Tendulkar, right? And uh, I think that was that was when Mr. Greg Chapel showed um one of his fingers to the crowd think, from the bus. So. uh Look it up. This is all there in the public domain. So I'm saying BCCI may fights itni ho jati thi that pitches were altered, right? And these Twitter two or warriors who cricket cricket they want us to tell that two press conferences kar di and this is a fight. I'm like, guys, you don't even know what sort of fights BCCI Ooh. would have. But what ultimately happened was the Indian team lost. Whatever was the fight, whatever was the outcome, the Indian team lost. So, first of all, props to the Indian team for putting this behind them and scoring 272 for three against South Africa uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, I mean, I wish the game was on right now and we could have live uh, uh, talked about it. But it isn't. And uh, in spite of Kohli sort of getting out in the 30s again, uh, KL Rahul uh, uh, hitting a century and Rahane looking very fluent. Uh, as was predicted, Kushal rightly said on this podcast that Rahane will be brought back and he will look fluent. And Rahane had a angry innings. Thi. You should have seen the way he was hitting the ball. Like, I he He's like, now i you You know, he had that attitude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Now let's get into the second part, which I wanted to talk about. Ye toh mujhe bhi nahi pad kya hua. First of all, it was a brilliant written interview that I read. I forgot the name of the gentleman. Who, who interviewed Ravi? Chandra? it Siddharth was a
1: brilliant yeah, yeah, Siddharth, was really yes.
0: yeah. Yeah. It, it was an excellent interview. So I thoroughly enjoyed reading that interview, but there was an excerpt from that interview where uh, basically Ravi Chandra and Ashwin had said that he was really heartbroken when Ravi Shastri made that statement that uh, Kuldeep Yadav is the best overseas spinner that India has. Mm-hmm. And he said that uh, his mm-hmm. confidence was really shaken after that. And he said... Blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then there was this reply in the Indian Express, uh, E. Adda, and I quote Shastri yeah, saying,
2: explicit.
0: Yeah, it was only fair that I give the young kid who is probably playing his first or second test match overseas. And he bowled magnificently in that test match. He bowled as well as any spinner overseas in that test match. So I said, the way he's bowled here, there's every chance he could be India's number one spin bowler overseas. Now, if that hurt some other player, then I would say, Good. In hindsight, I'm glad I made that statement and Ashwin has made this statement because if it hurt him and he was upset, I'm glad the way he went about his job. I'm the kind of coach who will want a player to go inside and say, I'm going to show his coach. I'm going to teach him a lesson and show him what I'm all about. Mera first question. Okay, uh, I'll start with you, Navneet. Sure. Why is this even a controversy? This Human is, beings is, have opinion. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely, Absolutely. And I think i think both
2: ashwin and Ravish shastri are absolutely right in their respective positions ashwin as a player felt crushed when he felt that Ravish shastri was, was, was praising someone else and, and i mean we all have insecurities in our professional personal lives so, so i mean perhaps ravi uh, you know ashwin felt a bit bit uh, felt a bit insecure and and, and 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 he said it in as many words i'm so happy that ashwin is so articulate and so forthright he, he conveyed the exact sentiment that i felt crushed you know these were his words i felt crushed do you want cricketers to, to dish out those anodine statements that oh no i'm so happy i uh, i took it in the right spirit this and of course i mean later you take it in the right spirit but in that particular moment he felt crushed and he expressed it as a player ravishstri must have must have felt that as a coach Shastri is absolutely right in his own place. That okay. I mean, his job is not to you know uh, is not to buttress Shastri, you know uh, is, is not to buttress Ashwin's case in that particular Test match. Kuldeep, Kuldeep Yadav bowled exceedingly well, and it and, and Ravi Shastri was absolutely right in praising Kuldeep Yadav. Just imagine that if that after bowling so well, if, if a youngster like Kuldeep Yadav, you know, I mean, who was making a sort of a comeback, if he if had he been not been praised, how bad he must. He must have felt, and 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 Sastri's whole agenda was to take the best out of every player, and 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 you know I mean and and and, and you know uh Indian team went on to win that series two one, and that just proves the point that you know I mean Sastri was right in his in his place, and 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 Ravichandran Ashwin as a player felt crushed. He articulated it. He articulated it so brilliantly, and Ravichandran Ashwin. Is arguably the most uh, you know uh, is arguably the most articulate and the most thinking Indian cricketer. I have also interviewed. I've I've interviewed Deshman on a couple of occasions. You know, a, a few years ago. So I completely I I I I see. I mean, I see no reason why there should be controversy about it. Two individuals they express their own sentiments. They express how they felt in those particular moments. They both have given their own sides of stories. So I think so, that is absolutely fair. Income i have a slightly different take on this kushal
1: Uh, i think it's okay that for ravi shastri to say what he did but the problem is this was also symptomatic of a lot of allegations from within the dressing rooms that kohli and shastri were playing favorites right you know that person is the thing if kuldeep yadav was told what he was in in 2019 by ravi shastri two years later when england toured india in 2021 and kuldeep yadav was a spinner Boss, he was clearly feeling out of touch. Kohli would not even bowl him for like 50-55 overs on wickets. that were ranked turners. When he, he got a chance, of, I think Kohli only dropped it once or someone did. And then the second time after he got a wicket, poor guy was so nervous. He was like, he was, I mean, you could see his body language was completely devastated. Like, in England, and he was a one-of-a-kind talent, right? Why was his career completely screwed up by the Ravi Shastri-Kohli combo even if they were praising him as he was the next spinner? Because clearly they had moved on to from Kuldeep Yadav rather than mentoring a young player saying that the reason why you are not getting picked is because the senior guy is doing well. They actually let him be. So I personally think that this is what he's saying. Shastri's biggest strength that my opinion, he might have gone to Kuldeep Yadav and said, boss, you are Bakwas now. Ashwin is bowling better. You know, so and the problem with what Ravi Shastri is saying is not every player works that way, right? And are you this attitude works if he had the guts in him to tell Kohli that he's playing like a shit because in the last two years he's not scored a single hundred, right? Will he say the same thing to Virat Kohli? No. So then how can you, how, if you don't have the same attitude, did he have the gall to say that to MS Dhoni, that he was overstaying his welcome in the Indian ODI team, but where he was clearly out of sorts in the 2019 World Cup, right? That Pant should have been the senior wicket keeper or something like that, or that Ayudu should have played. The reason I'm saying is I just think that there is this attitude of punching down, right? Ki, people, people... I am all for Ravi Shastri's attitude. That uh, you know, mupe bolo. And if you've not done well, tell it on the face. But that's only if you can tell it to all the players. You can't just have that attitude towards five players and not have it towards the other ten.
0: I don't know. I, I think it's 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 always been like this. No, that. no. This controversy. Is, no, no. This controversy. In Dhoni's team weren't their favorites. Oh, absolutely. In Dhoni's team, didn't Sehwag and Harbhajan Singh go away in a in a yeah, yeah. in a manner that was not really ideal.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, Ganguly's team too. In fact, Ganguly says that he fought for Kumlay yeah, against Australia in 2003 or something like that. The fact is, Kumle didn't even play in the first test match in 2003, where it was amply clear that he was a better uh, uh, spinner than Harbhajan Singh. Uh, in Australia, he had changed his thing, so I'm not denying that, but I'm saying I don't think John Wright would go up and say that uh, Harbhajan is now our number one overseas spinner, Uh, Anil you are not doing that good, I just think that if there is a Kohli type personality just like Ganguly was Shastri needs to be a John Wright type personality or a Rahul Ravid type personality and not have two sort of aggressive clash, same sort of personalities because what Kohli is expecting the BCCI should do, put an arm around him, tell him that, boss, you are fine. I mean, ODI Captain C. He should do the same thing to his players, right? He cannot expect that lovely treatment from BCCI. Right now, Kohli is angry because BCCI acted like Virat Kohli does to his team. Hmm. That's,
0: yeah.
1: That is what I'm coming towards. That There is a sort of sameness in approach and that's what bothers Kohli.
0: So you know, I I just wanted to make a point and give a shout out to my friend. I think he made a very point you know point point about this whole discussion. Uh, Jiten on Twitter made this very interesting point that, that I don't know why a lot has been made about personality clashes in cricket because if you remember the era of the 80s where. You know, Kapil Dev would be the captain, then Gavaskar would be the captain, then Kapil Dev again would be the captain, then Gavaskar again mm. would be the captain, but they played with each other, right? It's not a big deal. The way this whole Rohit mm. Sharma and Virat Kohli thing has been played up, I, I just find it, I don't know. I mean, you're, you live in a house, you don't get along with people. They, these people come from mm. different houses, they play together as a team. To add to the stress, you have this stupid freaking bio bubble where all these people are stuck with each other more than 200 days in a year. Luckily, at least some of them now are letting their families in. It's not a healthy place. You are creating an environment where you are, I don't know how, you're basically destroying their mind by putting them in this stupid little bubble still, the extent that, you know, poor, uh, you know. Uh, the, the poor English cricketers, when they were touring India, what the hell was happening? <laughs> yeah, and it's frustrating, right? Ben Stokes, yeah. I mean, if, if the man had to take a break hmm. for the mental breakdown, and I'll tell you why I'm talking about this, because now I want to, and you know, somebody asked the question, is Ganguly jealous of Kohli? Uh, come on, yeah. I mean, I don't understand all this conspiracy theories. It is beyond my pay grade. I don't know to
1: declared when Sachin was on 194. Sachin was asked, are you disappointed? He said, I'm yes, I'm disappointed. And that was the end of it. And everyone was like, are, And Sachin himself clarified. He's like, your question was, was whether I was disappointed or not. I said I was disappointed. That doesn't mean I'll go and start fighting like, you know, to uh, uh, market walas like to
0: him and Dravid. Also, also, and, also to Sachin coming on Sachin. After he voluntarily gave up the captaincy. How many captains has Sachin played under? How many? Aray,
1: forget he played under. Azar. During,
0: during oh. the whole...
1: No, nee, oh. nee, no, first phase. Voluntarily ah. second. Mein, Sachin and Azar had such a big fight. Sachin, yeah. it was well documented, but they played the best year that Sachin Tendulkar had in his life, 1998, and then later he had 2007-08. But 98, when the whole Sharjah storm and he was pretty much beating the Aussies to pulp, was two months after yeah. he was unceremoniously fired as captain. And Azhar was made yeah. captain and Sachin gussa bowlers pe nikal diya. If you look what happened, how Sachin, and <clears throat> I personally think Virat Kohli is going through the same patch. I, I honestly hope that ye jo hua hai uh, the whole captaincy. I think Virat Kohli was. I mean, how intense is that man? I love watching Kohli on field. I personally am of the advocate that a Kohli camera should be there. Usko dekhta hu na, meri under energy a jaati hai ki you know, main India ka flag leke aise ghumta puro bahar. Right? I mean, he's he's that that man. He, he's in your face and stuff, and he's like, I look at him and I'm like, yeah, ye meri team ka player hai. What? How long can a man sustain that intensity, or a man or a woman cricketer, or whoever is playing? How long can they sustain this in- intensity? It takes a mental toll. So, I think Virat Kohli should have been dropped as captain, not for anything else. But ICC tournaments, my problem is because I think Kohli was taking too much on himself. Yeah, yeah, I so totally
0: is... I... Go ahead, Navni. Go ahead. No, I,
2: I just want to make one point that, yeah, you know, uh, we p- have. Discuss about this whole of Kohli is the right decision, you know. As As, as Ajit rightly said that for how long can you sustain that intensity? And Virat Kohli is a very intense guy. He takes all the formats of cricket very seriously. Oh, you know, there is no uh, there is no question about him removing as a captain. You know, I mean, Virat Kohli ko that's the right decision. You know, and, and 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 Test cricket means much more to Virat Kohli. He has said it. Uh, a lot of times and not just said it he has proved it a lot of times as well so it is good that virat kohli is now only the captain of test the test team and rohit sharma has has proven credentials in white ball cricket you know uh, beat beat uh, beat captaining mumbai indians in the ipl team or or, or you know uh, leading india to the asia cup victory in 2018 uh, so 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 the decision per se the, the decision to replace virat kohli uh, with, with with Rohit Sharma as an ODI captain, it's 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 not that uh, it's not a bad decision at all. It's just the I think it, the whole thing could have be could have been handled little better. Sourav competition is not that bad, and I and I really think it will stand in good stead for Virat Kohli as well as Indian cricket team in the long run. At least in the next 3-4 years, it will stand Indian cricket team and Virat Kohli in good stead.
0: Yeah, and I, I think as far as I am concerned, I think Rohit Sharma has a proven record as a, as a captain. He's shown it in the IPL. He has the perfect... Uh, you know, credentials. So I think he's a good white ball captain. He's proven his metal. So that's not gonna be an issue. But now let's talk about a little bit of cricket and then we look back at the year 2021. Obviously, the current test match is going. We just had one day today was completely wiped off. Now, uh, as far as the test match is concerned, I didn't talk about India. Inko wo Olivier ko select.
1: No, they said, uh, apparently COVID related post-COVID issues. The kuch. He had a, like a hamstring pull or something, uh, and that's why the, he wasn't selected. Because he wasn't feeling fully fit. So, usko pata nahi tha, he didn't bowl. Olivier, in my opinion is probably one of the best fast bowlers in the world he, he, he would rank with pat Cummins, jaspreet bumra and stuff like that i would just not put him completely in the top five because i think he is still to demonstrate his capabilities in other conditions and i'm hoping he goes to australia and england and stuff but given how bad england is in australia Olivier unki dega. i mean everyone wants to play england right now Um, I think uh, uh, South Africa, see a lot, you know, people like you and me, Kushal, like uh, Navneet, like in our generation have been brought up in this nostalgia of South Africa, absolutely terrorizing uh, uh uh the uh, indians right so i'll give you an example there was a, a durban make match with him where uh, uh, um i mean basically south africa played this uh, absolute dust bowl in motera in 1996 where srinath took six wickets, if you guys remember yep. and that was like yeah, it yeah. Happened in Ahmedabad, i remember like they needed 180 and they were all out for like 110 or 120. And Galstina, yeah, the, 105, all out. yeah, and Hansi Kroni was whining that the pitch was, you know, bad and stuff. Anyways, mm-hmm. we go to South Africa and they come roll out a complete green top in Durban. So, South Africa… 100, in, Durban, 100, 166 all out. 100, yeah, yeah. 100 in the first innings and 66 in the second innings. But the reason I'm talking is, 100 may our uh, own, uh, openers, Vikram Rathod and Nayan Mongia scored 25 in 23 overs. Like, they over over and they would only manage 25 runs. And then what happens is, spinner At that time, we remember even Brian McMillan, Fanny Devilliers and Alan Donald and Pollock looked unplayable. Like, bounce aata bounce So now when I think Indian cricketers go and like sort of get on top of the bounce and play nicely, the South African bowlers look very average, right? And Kagiso Rabada has not been in good form for the last one year. Like he's just not looked that, uh, uh, he would look like getting a wicket every other ball. He just looked very bad. So I think and then South Africa has the issue about, you know, uh, uh, quotas within the team as well, right? So it is, you have certain cricketers sort of uh, pick themselves and then you have to uh, go across. So it's not essentially... You are fielding, I mean, I I know, like we've talked about this, I know why the quotas exist, I know there's a lot of historic tension within the South African society, and I don't know how to, like how they're going to allay that, but in many cases it is happening is that they are not picking the horses for courses, their team almost selects itself based on the compositions that the, the board tells them to follow.
0: How many captains have they had in like just last few years? They've had like six captains, if I remember correctly. Yeah, many, many. I mean, it's it's
1: it's yeah, been yeah. a ridiculous hmm. All of the uh, and uh, I mean the the fact is not even that you've lost some of the best players in the world in the last seven eight years. Hashim Amla, Jack Calais, yeah, Morne Morkel, Dale Dilston. Absolutely. So, yeah. so I mean, you know, even people like Vernon Philander, who was like their answer yeah. to our Praveen Kumar, but he was about mm-hmm. 15 kilometers faster. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to get into a lot of trouble for comparing Vernon Philander to Praveen Kumar. <laughs> 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 but why is <laughs> He would swing the ball, he would just bowl 15 kilometers faster than Praveen Kumar.
0: So, uh, yeah, would would be, I don't you know. Would see,
1: be more see, so
0: how, no, no, go on, go on, Namneet. No, no, so so no, my whole I, thing was as far as I, the I India-South really... Africa test match is concerned, uh, uh, is concerned. I think uh, first of all, the I uh, the selection other than Rane, I think was spot on and Rane has, has, has always proven everyone wrong again. But um, so Namneet, I wanted to come to you. So now mm-hmm. that the openers have succeeded with a 100-run partnership mm-hmm. and eventually Rohit will be free of injury and Rohit Sharma will come back. Who the hell is going to be dropped?
2: Oh, well, that's a tricky one. I think KL Rahul has cemented his spot for now. But then Mayank Agarwal also did very well against New Zealand at home. Even in this Test match, he has you know I mean he has scored a fifty. We have to see you know at least in this series, KL Rahul and Mayank Agarwal are you know I mean they have completely sealed their spots at least for this series. Now, I think this, more than openers, I think this series is the most crucial for Pujara and Rahane. And we have been saying this from last one year, you know, Rahane, I mean, Rahane looked very well, you know, uh, yesterday when he, when he scored those quick fire 30 runs, you know, I mean, he, uh, he smashed foul he smashed five boundaries and, and he looked in command. But the point is that. Rahane ne ek half century bana ke agle des test ke liye apna spot seal kar le ab aisa honne wala hai Aapne you know to uh, to leave out Shreya Sayer, it's such a huge call because Shreya Sayer was the architect I mean I won't I mean but, but Shreya Sayyar did exceedingly well in the uh, in the series against New Zealand and, and that also and especially in the first test match when he came you know when he when he came into bat during tricky times. So leaving out Shea Sayer is a huge call. And I don't think Shea Sayer should be left out from the second test. From the look of things, I think Pujara should be and would and will be dropped from the second test match. But, but after this test series, I think either Rahane or Pujara will see very less of at least one of them after this test series. So more than openers, I think it is about it is about Rahane and Pujara for me. Openers, I'm sure, you know, once Rohit Sarma will come in, you know, let's say even if Mayank Agarwal opens, you can, you know, I mean, uh, after this is Rohit, Aga, Rohit Sharma and Mayank Agarwal can open and KL Rahul can come at even number three spot. But but, but I think Rahane and Pujara, Pujara Okay, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's okay. What, I, what I'm saying is that at least uh, uh, bit, uh, between the between the two of them, uh, either Rahane or Pujara will have to make way for, uh, say, Sayer from the from the next series onwards because because till now rahana and pujara who the press a first choice rahe. but I think after this series if not completely discarded they will become uh, at least one of them will become the second choice say sayer will become the first choice after this series if they don't perform that is you know if they don't somebody, perform, there's a rider.
0: somebody Somebody in the live chat says just drop Kohli instead. <laughs> 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 ah,
1: but look,
0: actually, Kohli and I are like for like
1: replacement in terms of stroke makers, right? Because Pujara was your sheet anchor. But Mark Waugh actually said a very important thing about, uh, uh, when Pujara was here. And I know you're like uh, in India, you guys get Sony's commentary. So, kabhi-kabhi Australia wali jati But over here, we get only Australia's commentary. Mm-hmm. And Mark War used to say that Pujara ka mujhe ek problem ye hai ke when he's playing a defensive shot, he's literally not going forward with the shot. He's like, just bunt it right there, right? He's like, when he was like 9 of 100 balls in that innings in Brisbane, right? He's like, I don't understand why 10 or 15 of these defensive shots couldn't have had some, some little bit more power and why couldn't he be 20 of 100, right? He's like, I understand you have to like, drop sheet anchor but you can do that 26 of 100 balls also you don't have to completely block out and be nine of 100 balls so and and he had he demonstrated on air how this could have been done and what is happening to Pujara is he gets into this like he scores freely for like first 20 balls lately we've seen that then gets into a shell and then makes this real silly mistake to get out like like the way he got out in the second innings I mean it was like back pad catch on a slowish, sort of greenish wicket. It was it was a yeah. fast
0: bowler. It was I just want to add a point here. I think a lot of people are being harsh on Pujara. But if you look at the overall stats, I think his averages are better than Rane's. But Rane seems to be scoring one innings, and then a one inning equal to 15 test matches. Hmm. But for Pujara, <laughs> his average is not worse than Rane. His is far better than Rane. But oh slow kelta is kill a problem. Hai. I mean I don't get it. So if, if somebody has to be dropped on pure numbers, then it has to be ran hai. But wo, wo Melbourne may 10 one Ali Fishanto. But to
2: be fair, but but to be fair, to be fair, Kushal. Saal mein ki average bhi from last if, if you take into a class four, Pujara's average has also dipped below 40. I mean, his overall average is still around 45, but saal mein average bhi 40. 40 say niche over So, I mean, I you know, uh, agree with you. Can't take I'm talking solace. about the overall performance uh, in comparison to Rahane. Haan, overall performance. I agree, I agree. So, that, that's why I said that after this series, at least one of them will become the second choice. They won't be, you know, I mean, uh, uh, at least one of them will become the second choice. You know, Pujara can't take solace in the fact that I am better than Rahane because Rahane in last five years has set such a standard for himself. That, you know just by being better than Rahane you can't you know i mean you know uh, you don't make the great just by being better than Rahane because Rahane in last five years has been very mediocre so d- d- what d- d- I'm saying, d- 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 Rahane is a good leader so i think that is why
1: he gets a thumb over Pujara because he was being groomed as a future test captain and Rahane is like a very mike brerley type figure if you look at mike brerley's average
0: he's would... a
1: vice captain bhi nahi hai. Key, is right? I'm, talking previous, I'm talking about previously, why, why he was dropped the way he was, right? But Mujer if Rahane applies himself, he'll probably score 100. And he'll keep his uh, 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 he'll keep his place for another five two or three series at least. Or Dusri India next test series B is not that um, uh, I forget. Are we playing West Indies? Who are we playing next, right? We're playing West Indies in a test match. I think, yeah. So, but the West Indies, are it is, it lottery in India. Mein. It's kind of sad. By the way, that is an, another pet thing I have. If if I find one cricket commentator still whining about, oh, how the great West Indies were, were in 70s and 80s on Twitter and what a sad state they are in. I'm like, this is 15 saal No, no, shi- we are right?
0: playing test matches against Sri Lanka in February. Ah, love, same difference. <laughs>
1: So, we are playing against India C instead of India B plus or B minus. Yeah. There are
0: one days, uh, one days and T20s against West Indies, huh. there are no test matches.
1: But my thing is that Kushal, doesn't this bother you that these people are all the time about how West Indies is, how it used to be great and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I know, you asked Malcolm Marshall, Viv Richards or Clive Lloyd, ko pooch but now grow hmm. up. Brian Lara retired 15 years ago. What are you still whining about?
0: Yeah, but I think you know selection is also a cultural issue. I think in India, I mean, look at New Zealand; they they dropped Ajaz Patel after taking that ten wicket haul. So it's just a cultural I thing. One I thing, think I is,
1: like, one, one thing. By the way, uh, so so one thing we'll agree, right? Five five. Nine, seven months ago I predicted this that the new all rounder for India is good, not going to be Ravindra Jadeja; it will be Shardul Thakur, and that's what it seems the way Indian team is doing.
0: Alright, so hmm. Sorry yeah. a uh, so, so, Shardul Thakur is tera favourite You're a homer no, right.
1: I'm saying If Ashwin plays Thakur plays If Jadeja plays Someone else plays That is simple logic If Ashwin plays Overseas You cannot play Second spinner You have to play a Swing bowler We don't have a Swing bowler in India
0: Okay, now, now I want to talk about the Ashes test match. Not about the Ashes test match, just peripheral issues because the, it is pointless to talk about the series no. because no. So these are the England batters runs this year. No. 28% Joe Root. Second best is Burns. 8.9%. No. Pope, Bearstow, Lawrence, Butler, Milan, Stokes, Hamid, Crawley, Robinson, Sam Curran. This is this is the halat of the England cricket team. And but, but, Kushal, batters, but
2: Kushal, 2000
0: this ye ye runs this year's chart. Hai. I'm just sharing all the charts. I mean, this mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Go, go, go back to the
1: percentage pie chart, Kushal, if you can. Okay,
0: I'll go here. Just see this.
1: This is ridiculous, man. That pie chart, that circle.
0: Okay. Oh, sorry. This one. I clicked the wrong one. Hmm.
1: No, I'll tell you why I asked for this. In this test match, they have dropped Burns and Ollie Pope, so that's probably fifteen percent of the runs gone, right? And uh, they've they've also they don't have Dan Lawrence, so that's twenty one percent. So, yeah, that's the thing. And Hasib Hamid, I don't know what the hell have they seen in Hasib Hamid. He is just looking very bad in Australia. Like that man yeah, keeps chasing yeah, yeah. stuff outside off stump, and uh, I mean, I, I mean, yes, he scored a fifty against India, but my God, he just looks so tentative. And it reminds me of that first ball dismissal he had against Siraj, where he literally missed a straight ball. Like usko agar ball one forty ki plus speed pe he is all at sea. He reminds me of Indian openers. Remember we had Devang Gandhi and Sadhgopan Ramesh. They would look great in Mohali against New Zealand. And then they would come back.
2: Adit, Adit, Adit. Sadhgopan Ramesh, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, come on, I was a big fan of Sadhgopan Ramesh. In India. In India, not not outside of India.
1: Ah, but India not in India. I'm talking about outside of India. When we have <laughs> <laughs> played in MCG and Adelaide Oval. So, this is the same case. Beautiful to watch in England, right? but they don't know what to do. And uh, so this is horrible. This is absolutely yeah, horrible. And, uh, just to but, put
0: but it kusha, in perspective, just, this, by the way, yeah, just, just to put it uh, in perspective, this is the last one Root <laughs> versus not Root. <laughs>
2: this is
0: horrible. Uh, Oh, man, th- this, this is a stinger, man. What the hell is this team? Now you can go, Namneet. Yeah, but 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 see, you
2: know, Kushal, the results have not surprised me. In 2006, England lost 5-0 in Australia. In 2010, yes, I mean after after 24 years, England won a test series in uh, in Australia. But up, you know, you look at 2014. In, in 2014, Mitchell Johnson blew them away. Uh, England lost 5-0 in the last ashes in australia in 2017 18 uh, england lost 40 in 2006 england lost 50 so i mean i'm not really surprised and and i was not expecting much from this Eng- uh, from this english team especially in the australian conditions any where all, you know uh, so apart from joe root there is no other batsman in the team who has the wherewithal to withstand this uh, to withstand this australian and on top of that and 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 then even even if you look at the bowlers yes J- james anderson is still a world class bowler and he still you know pitches in some great spells but 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 you know but but i don't think james anderson alone can do too, you know i mean james james anderson alone can't win a test season australia so or England ki batting to Joe Root batting. I mean Ben Stokes, perhaps you know you expect Ben Stokes to come to party someday. But even Ben Stokes hasn't been the most consistent batsman in test cricket. If you look at his test cricket, he has played some mind-blowing, some tough-thumping match-winning innings. But they but he's not that consistent. So I'm not very surprised with this. I was expecting only this kind of result. And if you remember, in our last podcast as well, I told you that Australia is going to win either 4-0 or 5-0. So I'm not the least surprised with the with what has Just happened in the first a two shout test. Shout out process.
0: to the great James Anderson. Away from home since 2019, 39 wickets, 5 first three, average of 17.58, strike rate 49.3, economy rate 2.4. At home in that period, 34 wickets at 28.97 with a strike rate of 71.6. Who the hell said he can't bowl outside? Oh, so, oh absolutely. See,
2: see, see, no, so James, Henderson is the same problem. I will divide James Henderson's career in two phases. I mean, to, pre-to, pre-to, pre-2010 when he was more or less very effective in England but not outside. But from last 10 to 12 years. James Anderson has bowled well in every part of the of the globe. In Australia, I mean, he was he was one of the major architects of of England's victory in Australia in, two, uh, in 2010, 2011. In 2012, James Anderson again came good in India, and England won the series. James Anderson has bowled well in New Zealand. James Anderson has bowled well in, even in UAE and Sharjah. You know when they played those Test matches against Pakistan. So James <coughs> Anderson after 2010. Uh, uh, has been absolutely outstanding in all parts of the globe. Yeah, I mean, before 2010, James Henderson was largely effective only in England. But 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 what we have seen in last 10 years, James Henderson has really evolved immensely as a... Um, as a bowler. Yeah. person, no doubt...
0: Okay, so so let's let's do this now. Uh, see ashes. ke बारे i I've, I've actually kind of run out of things to talk about the ashes. It is such an annihilation. So, but uh, uh, I but to, I wanted to, to...
1: Ashes, well, just one quick point, Kushal, before you yeah. go. Um... First of all, James Anderson has uh, uh, been phenomenal, I think, but he's reinvented himself like Ashwin or Kumble or something after he had a very poor tours or something. He's come back and he's become a leader of the attack where he actually mentors everyone, right? So he's not just an out-and-out swing bowler. His reverse swing is good and stuff like that too. Um, almost like a, not unlike what Zaheer Khan had to some extent, his resurgence in his last part of a career. Um, second point, the reason why England suck so badly in the ashes is Poor shot selection. Like, not just that. Like, look at how Ben Stokes, Johnny Bairstow, and Joss Butler got out yesterday. On the last over before T, with two people on the boundary, Joss Butler tries to uh, smash Lion for six on the largest ground in the world. I'm like, yeah, and you're five for 128. Had Joss Butler stayed for even five to ten more overs after T, England would have scored close to 240 or 250 they needed 150 run partnership with johnny Bezdo, who who's looking reasonably good right or they make australia look good like i don't think australia is as good as england make them make them out to be i know mitchell stark is bowling some great spells but look at how the hell these guys get out fishing outside the austin they're not great deliveries in the first innings i could count two or three good balls that got people out Seven, eight to nine, uh, seven, six to seven dismissals are all absolutely needless, silly shots after getting set.
0: Okay, so before I get into we, the last segment, which is looking back at two thousand twenty-one, let me just answer these two questions personally. Somebody's like, "Why are Pakistanis supporting Kohli in this fiasco?" Internet discourse is as base-level IQ as anything. Pakistan will find out what is the Indian left supporting. Whosoever the Indian left is supporting, they will support. Mm -hmm. If it is a piece of potty, they will support that too. That is how discourse is. And the same thing applies to the Indian side. Whatever the Pakistani left is supporting, the Indian right will, like a piece of potty, Go and support that. That is your answer. Secondly, someone says, stop watching cricket, watch badminton. lakshya Sane is the new thing in badminton. Well, you know, I play badminton. In fact, I would be playing badminton after I'm done with this podcast. You can watch both. So now that we go mm. forward, so let's start this because uh, I think the last segment today I wanted to do was we look back at 2021. So let's start with the most basic question and both of you can answer it. So first Navneet, you answer it. Who do you think was the best batsman of 2021? Joe
2: Root, I guess I would. Yeah, I agree. Joe Um, Joe Root Root in test matches and Mohamed Rizwan in T20s. And not just where, how the
1: number of runs scored. Let's look at how Joe Root wears where he scored in Sri Lanka, in India, in India, and in Australia. So it's, 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 uh. stunning and I don't know how much joe root has it in him i have i have the reason reaching for a fight and so is Ben Stokes so the actually ashes mein maza because if England put in a target of 200 I think Australia will be knocked out i think they won't be able to chase anything more than 200 on this wicket yeah,
0: as of 22nd December 2021 the ICC men's test batting ranking shows marnus Labuschagne now as the number one test batsman in the world but in my view, so as I'm concerned, I think on current form and the sheer weight of runs, I think Joe Root is clearly the winner. Now the next question.
2: In, t- uh, in, in T20s and in T20s, I would like to mention Mohammad Rizwan. Mohammad Rizwan has been absolutely spectacular in T20 format in this year. Not just in World T20, but even in the other you know bilateral series he has played. Mohammad Rizwan has been a revelation, and I think after Babar Azam after a long time, Pakistan have found another world-class batsman in in Mohammad Rizwan.
0: Hmm. Okay. Who was the best bowler in
2: 2021? Uh, Bowler? Test matches, perhaps Pat Cummins or or, or R. Ashwin, if you Yeah,
1: I think my choice would be between Pat Cummins and R. Ashwin. But again, Ashwin Hmm. has played fewer tests than Cummins because of the whole England sort of situation. Uh, In in one-dayers and T20s, Um, it would be a debate. I think one day in T20s are where I am like on the fence. I think Rashid has been pretty good, but he's not taken as many wickets in T20s.
2: I am sort of on the fence. I will will go with, in, in T20s, I will go with that Sri Lankan bowler, Hasaranga. Hasaranga has really impressed me in T20s, in limited overs, in fact, in this year. Hasaranga has been a revelation to me. Oh no, I think my, my choice what the best
1: t- ODI and T20 bowler would be Trent Bolt.
2: I think Trent Bolt I
0: have been. no opinion on ODI and T20.
2: <laughs> but do you agree in on T 20s In T T20s, in twenties, T20s, I think I think I will go with Hasaranga. I mean Trent Bolt has been a Mean uh, has been a you know like like a really splendid bowler in the last few years, but in this particular year, Hasaranga really bowled me over not just how he bowled in the world t20 but in the, uh, but in the t20s against india as well i think mm-hmm. hasaranga deserves a lot of credit i think hasaranga is my revolution of the year as far as the limited overs bowlers are concerned As the Hmm. Sri Lankans like to call it Vavindu instead of
1: Vanindu.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, as far as Test match cricket is concerned, I think I would say Pat Cummins was the best bowler of 2021, and Ashwin was a close second. Hmm. Uh, Okay. Overall, the best captain of 2021. Best captain
1: of 2020 2020
0: or what format? My primary question is always about Test match cricket.
2: Rahane in Australia that is for one series but overall i think if you have to look at i think it will be the honors must be shared between kohli and rahane i guess and you you can't overlook rahane's contribution in australia i mean after what happened to us in adelaide and how rahane yeah. led the you know led the troops in the remaining three test matches honors shared between
0: rahane and kohli for me in test matches
2: yeah
1: Maybe between my what...
0: best captain of 2021 is Kane Williamson. He won the Test Championship.
1: No, but then he was he was terrible in India and well, yeah, you're right. But then he also won in England. So yeah, maybe maybe Kane Williamson. Yes, yes. I agree. I I did overlook. That's where regional bias uh, आ uh, I had to uh... but I honestly think that World Test Championship one off. I'm I'm just not a fan of it. Like well, I am a fan of it in this format i just don't like the way it is like i would like to see like a a, a sort of a knockout match like a semi-final and a final that yeah. then then but
0: i just
1: the think final. overall kane williamson yeah he did lead quite well and, and 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 you are right if i was to look at all formats then it would definitely be kane williamson leading the team to the second final in three years can we do worst like worst batters and worst bowlers like
0: people who never yeah magar best to karle. okay oh, yeah. so so tell me okay Namneet, you first the best team of 2021 in test cricket undoubtedly
2: india One in australia i mean you know in england also you can say for all practical purposes i mean not officially but all for all practical purposes i mean you know i will consider that india uh, uh, you know, India won the season in England as well. we, so we, to we to beat England temperature after temperature. losing the yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, what I'm saying is in 2021, the next yeah. test match will happen next year. So, this year, as I said, you know, like not officially, but we but we but we almost won a season in England, we won a season in Australia. We we defeated England after losing the first test match in India. We won against New Zealand as well. So by far, I think I mean, see, you know, New Zealand won the world test championship. But, but, you know, it's, it's like saying that in 1980s, India was a better ODI team because India won the 1983 World Cup. India won the 1985 Champions, you know, that, uh, that Champions Trophy. It, it was not a Champions Trophy, but the Benson and Hedges Cup. And in 1980s, West Indies did not win any ICC tournament at all. No ICC tournament. But overall, if you look in 1980s, even in ODIs, West Indies was the best team. So, yeah, I mean, in, in, you know, I mean, India didn't win the World Test Championship. But if you ask me, I think India is the best, team, is by far the best test team of uh, of
0: 2021. What about ODI and T20? Who do you think was the best team? England in
2: T20s. In T20s. In T20s, Australia because because how they won the World Cup. Because before that World T20, no one was expecting them to uh, you know to to win the World T20. But the way they came out and the and I think Australian Australian cricket in general they have a tendency to punch above their weight in the icc tournaments okay between 1999 to 2007 australia was a formidable team but in 1987 no one was expecting Alan border to uh, Alan border to win the to to win the 1987 world cup at all and so yeah i mean i think if, if you ask me for t20 just i think australia won the world t20 and i will go with australia or perhaps pakistan can be the close second in t20s
0: Hmm. What about one day?
1: One one disagreement there, uh, Navneet. Uh, sorry. Uh, sure, sure, sure. My, sure. Please, please, my
0: please,
1: no. Uh, please, I think uh, Australia, uh, New Zealand was a little better than Australia. This World T Twenty. I don't want to look at it in a larger context because this was such sure. a T Twenty dominated by toss. Like toss, jito fielding karo or World Cup jito, like game jito. I am honestly, I want to see how Australia does back home because they are going to be very strong back home in 2022 uh, when they do. And But the strange thing is also their attack, their bowling attack is not as suited to T20 format. And the wickets should be a lot fairer in Australia. And so I think <laughs> the only problem is I'll have to wake up at 4 in the morning to watch a freaking mm-hmm. T20 match, which I refuse to you know indulge in so much excesses just for a T20 match.
0: <laughs> but we'll see. Okay. So, who do you think was the... I mean, I don't want to... See, when I'm saying the worst team of 2021, nah, I don't even look at the bottom four or five teams. Really? I look at it more from a top four or five teams perspective. I think the worst and the most disappointing team of 2021, England. in my opinion, England. England yeah, it's a Indian. no-brainer. Yeah. no-brainer. Yeah, 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 And even yeah. in terms of captaincy, I think Joe Root has now joined the list of, you know, most defeats as a captain. Where in 58 games, he has lost 23 matches. Compare that with other captains. Graham Smith, 109 games, he lost 29 matches. Stephen Fleming, 80 games, 27 matches. Brian Lara, 47 games, 26 matches. Alan Border, 93 games, 22 matches. Alistair Cook, 59 games, 22 matches. So basically, Joe Root, I, I think has been the worst captain in the top five teams. Because bottom teams ko ke koi nahi. Unme captain in no, not not even matlab. that.
1: When we say the worst team is not like teams who perform badly, teams who are expected to do well and frittered away the advantage, right? And Joe Root's England had a great they started with a win in Sri Lanka, but Sri Lanka is not the same as it used to be. They started with a win in India. And then he <coughs> Joruk has this penchant of making absolutely insane decisions, like in Ahmedabad on an absolute dust bowl, going with four fast bowlers because it's a mm. damn pink ball, or in Adelaide on a comp- wicket that was taking turn and a, it was a slower wicket. You drop your fastest bowler and pick three,
2: four bowlers who bowl at the exact same speed. And Adit, if you remember, if you if you remember in in, in, the, in the test series against India. He dropped, uh, he dropped James Anderson when the series was hanging in the balance. Yeah, it was insane. Like I would, uh, yep. why the heck would you drop James Anderson for the second test match? So this
1: bizarre rotation policy and things like that, it, it just didn't work for me. Uh, second, I think um, uh, I, Jorud also joins another illustrious list of great batsmen who have been absolutely awful. Or I mean, at least say underwhelming captains, right? I think Brian Lara was a terrible captain. Like he just was, like he was a completely reactive captain, and it's it's a uh, somehow world cricket never critiques Brian Lara on the issues he had. My he actually wanted to give up cricket because he was too mentally stressed. My joke is that if if he had one tenth of the pressure that Sachin Tendulkar was facing in every single game, Brian Lara would have given up cricket like ten years ago. Like, really. I mean, I love watching Lara Bat. Absolutely love. One of my favorite test cricketers. But he, his record as a captain and as someone who lead the team was very poor. Like, absolutely poor. And, um, say, I mean, Sachin wasn't a very good captain either. So, the, the people, like, yeah. people who can perform, like, great players, who can be truly great as captains, like Ricky Ponting, I would count one of them. Like, that guy, Captain Steve Waugh. Steve Waugh. Steve was Steve Smith is one of them Australia, but Australia has a tradition of that. Now Ian Chapel, when he was a captain, he would. India mein ulta hai. India mein, your Virat Kohli was an oxym like a misnomer because he he was doing great things as a captain. But the last two years, I think Kohli has been par for the course. Where uh, Sunil Gavaskar did not perform as good as you would expect as
2: captain. Um,
1: Kapil Dev was the only exception. For so,
2: Ganguly, oh, as a the... yeah. Saurav so, so, Ganguly was terrible as a, uh, as a as a test batsman during his captain's captaincy stint.
1: So 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 th- that is that is what Joe Root i think is suffering from the same uh, thing you can either be a good great batsman or a good captain can't be both type of thing.
0: Mm. Okay one more thing that i wanted to ask I, i'll share my reasons for this. The biggest issue of 2021 in my view and running into 2022 is also going to be this. Uh the whole Bio-woman. paranoia about Bio bubbles, uh, the, the disproportionate impact it is having on the mental health of players was the most sad part for me in 2021 and going into 2022. People don't realize, as of now, we don't know whether the ashes is going to be completed or not. This, this covert paranoia needs to stop. Um, bio bubbles are destroying mental health of players, and I think when we, you know, eventually. COVID paranoia will end maybe 2-3 years down the line when people will realize that we just have to end this. But I have to say my biggest disappointment in 2021 was the COVID paranoia to the extent like uh, Pakistan versus West Indies ODIs got postponed and rescheduled for you know early June 2022 recently because everybody keeps getting COVID. Now, now I don't know when people are going to realize that you know this is not going anywhere. We need to let, uh, let people be The way, I think the way cricket players are being kept in bio bubbles, I I, I had to share my views on this because I feel very strongly about this and people can say I'm obsessed about it. But, well, it is what it is. I think we are destroying the mental health of players. I don't want to see players in bio bubbles again. I mean, poor people, they can't even go down the street. Like You know, when Indian players used to go on tours, the one thing a lot of diaspora Indians who tell us is we can get hold of them is because they go out to restaurants outside India because people don't catch hold of them. They don't have... They have zero social lives in India. We have made sure they have zero social lives for 265 days in a year now. Plus the rest of the days they stay in India. They have no social life anyway. So they... When they used to go outside, tour Australia, tour England, tour New Zealand, tour South Africa, tour West Indies, these poor guys actually had the freedom to go out and spend some time on the beach, spend some time with their family and their friends, have a game, have a little dinner. Uh, In fact, I don't remember if people, uh, the whole controversy about Rohit Sharma paying the bill and that that bill had some non-vegetarian items which were not ideal for... Yeah, I mean, people, do they realize that even that basic mode of happiness has been robbed of players for the last two years almost? And to me, this is the biggest issue of 2021 mental health of players and the psycho psychotic COVID paranoia. It is going to ruin players, it is going to reduce their life in, in the sport. Uh, you will see more people dropping away from the sport. This is I like what NBA has done now. You know what NBA has done? We're not gonna test <laughs> asymptomatic players. We are not testing asymptomatic players. Period, full stop, end of the story. We don't test
1: a lot of doctors kushal are saying this that uh, and i'm again i'm not I'm, I'm i'm for vaccines and boosters and so forth. a lot of doctors are saying that with omicron we might have actually hit that critical point uh, where if you do get it you will be back in like 2 3 days 4 5 days something like that a week so maybe there needs to be a research done also that say someone does test positive for COVID, but they are vaccinated and they've received the booster and their symptoms go away in two days or three days, they should be allowed to play. You cannot be like Ki, ko 14 days. That 14 day requirement was when we did not have vaccines available in the world or when even when they available, they weren't available, you know, to, to the rest of people. Right. So that one thing. Second thing. Um, the same people who are talking about Virat Kohli were the ones who are spreading vaccine paranoia in India also. So they need to stop those, you know, um, those idiots who are saying six months ago, okay, aree, company kyun allowed hai, ye company kyun allowed nahi Trust the science and stuff. And and the second thing is this whole industry of outrage about COVID, like you ultimately it is it it will be like a flu. It's there to stay in our lives right so there are two two things we do like people over here in america get flu shots or something like that either there will be a yearly shot or something somewhere you have to like follow certain things but if you stop being alive in those times of being you know people like you know uh, change stop living your life It is not only going to affect the mental health of the players, there is an entire industry tied around the whole thing, right? Right now in South Africa, you're watching Sports Without Spectators. I understand what they did. Um, I was talking to someone where the IPL was shifted out of India in April, right? In US was going through a far worse wave than India was. And um, none of the games were shifted out. They were postponed if players tested positive for COVID and stuff. Right now, spectators are being coming to American games. Spectators are coming in Australia. If the spectators are willing to take the necessary precautions, if they are willing to uh, mask up, if they are willing to be show their vaccination cards, who the hell are the administrators to tell that you are not Right? you have to you have to there has to be a critical point where you stop and I personally think spectators in India should be allowed now.
0: Yeah honestly Mira spectators but I'm really concerned about players and their mental health. Mm-hmm. Just talk to anybody who knows a little bit about cricket and is connected to players and the gossip behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Mm-hmm. I say this with full responsibility. We are destroying the mental health of sports people. Mm. destroying we are destroying them these people are going to become so fragile mentally mm. Mm. that mm. we will ruin their life just ask anybody who's connected to the indian team even like a fourth fifth sixth level connection mm. you will be like how mm. many players have started going to shrinks more more often than it is needed no you all need all need because a, you need a team therapist
1: I personally think teams have to start ridiculous. getting like two or three therapists on air with the tourist contingent because it's like all like that show Ted Lasso where Ted Lasso has to call a therapist to talk to the players and stuff like that. For people who have seen it, it, it almost is where like art imitates life because players are going to lose their heads and not just players, they are even commentators. Like the broadcasters, what are you asked? Harsha Bogli was saying that in the IPL, the, the thing is so insane that they are in a two-month bio bubble. For two and a half months, you can't even meet anyone except your own commentators or Jabablo quarantine you were in your room. And a lot of people are like, Oh, this is privilege. Yes, this is privilege, but it is also a case of mental health. Like you can't just say that just because they are privileged to quarantine in the Sheraton room for twenty eight days, that means their heads are not going to explode in twenty eight days. I mean, come on, what yeah. sort of logic is yeah. that?
0: Yeah, I, I agree. So before we wrap today's show up, uh, so I'm gonna give uh, give both you and Navneet. Uh So Navneet, uh what stood out for you in two thousand twenty one? Quickly, so that we can wrap up today's chat. Pardon, pardon. So, what stood out for you in 2021 in cricket?
2: Uh, In in 2021, you know, uh, uh, if you talk about the cricket, I mean, if if you're only talking about the on-field cricketing part, a couple of things, uh, you know, clearly stand out for me. The epic series between India and Australia that will go down in the history of world cricket uh, as one of the greatest test series ever played. uh, That really stood out. And, you know, I mean, after what... uh, and after what India was going through, all the injuries and 36 all out, we have discussed that before. I won't, I won't go, go into details. And then World T20, of course, how Australia against all the earth, before the tournaments they were not considered favourites. How they, you know, how they really pulled themselves together and how they went on to win the World T20 World Cup. Of course, World Test Championship final. It was very unfortunate for India to, to not win it despite being the best team. But yeah, I mean, credit to New Zealand. I think New Zealand, you know, I'm, i uh, I'm recently, uh, I was recently, uh, I was reasonably happy, uh, happy for New Zealand because, into in 2019, you know, they they qualified for the World Cup final. They didn't win it in 2015, 50, you know, 50 World Cup. They qualified, but they didn't win it this time as well. So at least they won an ICC tournament. I'm happy for New Zealand. So these three things, in fact, World T20 won by Australia. I mean, against all the odds, uh. Test series in uh, uh, India's Test Series Triumph uh, uh, in Australia that will go down as one of the greatest Test Series ever played. And New Zealand winning the inaugural Test Championship. Ajit?
1: Uh, Three things. One, of course, the uh, triumphant India in their uh, New Zealand winning Test Championships. Absolutely. Second, return of good quality spin bowling in uh uh, around the world ajas patel's uh emergence in the new zealand team uh uh, uh, ashwin of course rediscovering is his thing outside of india um and and let's not forget nathan lyon coming roaring back to form against england like he's been bowling well compared to how he was in india and uh, uh keshav maharaj in south africa now each team like has a decent spinner going so the return of goods and the return of old school uh, 90s style line and length bowling and reverse swinging Yorkers. We are, let's remember some of the best deliveries we saw, right? The, uh, the James Anderson Yorker to Rahan, like Pujara and, uh, or Rahane, I think it was in, uh, yep, in, yep. The, in a test match, or the Jaspreet Bumrah Yorkers to Ollie Pope and Johnny Pierce to in England, reverse swinging. And so there were very Vasiman Vakar type deliveries where, you know, good fast bowlers are coming and then Pat Cummins bowling his old line and length stuff that you could put, like, I was seeing a map and they had put on good length. 90% of his balls were just like hammering that good length zone right so it was a very uh return of those uh things and the one thing and i want to shout this from the rooftops test cricket is not dying
2: okay.
1: people can predict so sure. predicting the end but i i think that we have found the perfect recipe for test cricket survival you need one iconic series every year So if it was the Ashes this year, it was India, Australia last year and this year in India or maybe two, one in summer and one in winter. If we can find two good series where people can watch and that will have to come to the top five teams, which is top six teams, India, South Africa, Pakistan, Australia and England. Unfortunately, these six have to be involved in some ways or the other. If people people can bitch and whine about how I did not include uh, 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 New Zealand, I'm sorry, uh, Bangladesh, West Indies, Sri Lanka uh, in the same thing. Unfortunately, they are just not performing at the same level. And one sad part I thought this we saw was that we thought Bangladesh and Ireland had moved up a step. They are not going to, uh, I don't think they really have. And the other part, which I, maybe we'll talk about it later, was the, because of the emergence of Taliban, I hope this doesn't destroy Afghanistan cricket and the strides yeah. they've made. Yeah, that is I what agree. i was the most fearful or sad about.
0: Yeah. Yep. So two things before I go, just one particular news thing that I, I really look forward to for 2022 is this comment made by... Um, Sophie Devine, uh She says, IPL is the next step for growing women's cricket globally. I agree with her. I hope uh, the BCCI looks into it. I think they will. Um, BCCI is a money-driven thing, so I don't know how much uh, it's going to work out for them, but I really hope this happens. But something, you know, I... I, I <laughs> this was so funny. I think one of the best Twitter handles is the Bamiami, and the Bamiami yeah. shared this little video of Freddie Phil Talk. This was hilarious. I mean, what a legend this kid is. Just watch this.
1: You're a fan of cricket? Yeah. Do you watch IPR? Yeah. What team do you support? Like, preferably. Chennai Super Kings.
2: My like are I- Chennai? Yeah, because the time
1: Tamil in Are the heart. you a big fan? Yeah, big fan. I played for Chennai Super Kings. Really? What year? I, I don't know. 2008. I mean, I was a baby at the time, so I didn't watch cricket back then.
0: <laughs> this sums up <laughs> everything in my mm-hmm. w- <laughs> w- le- life yeah, this way. was amazing so guys we will wrap this uh, chat up I think 2021 was a great year for cricket I totally agree with uh, uh, Navneet when he said that winning the series in Australia the way we chased that, that amazing score that that was to me the highlight of 2021. The lowest point of 2021, like I said, was the bio bubbles and the, the mental health of players. I think that that has bothered me personally. I just feel terrible looking at the way the players are, you know, crumbling. But uh, we hopefully, you know, Omicron's care does not destroy cricket in 2022. Hopefully players can come back to some sort of semblance and and uh, we can do that. We will be back uh, in January. I think we will try to do now our next discussion after the India versus South Africa and Ashes is over so that we can recap the whole damn thing and do that. As always, it is a pleasure talking to Adit and Namneet. So thanks for coming, guys. Pleasure.
2: Thank you, Kushal. Thank you,
0: Adit. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Time to wrap today's discussion up. As always, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave your comments over there. Uh, you know, you can like BCCI, you can like Kohli, you can hit Kohli, you can hit BCCI, I don't care. As long as the Indian cricket team does well, everybody is happy. Uh, and please support the Chawark podcast either on YouTube via the membership or on the Patreon or through the merchandise or through direct donations. I'll see you next time in a couple of days with another discussion. Until then, namaste, take care. Goodbye.